listener. Welcome back to a, another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. It's good to be back uh, for another episode. It is. And we kind of have a, I think, I think it's a different type of one today. It's a, definitely a mouthful. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. And for the life of me, I could not say that name or remember what it was the whole time I was talking about it. So it is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, it is quite the title. In fact, that was kind of how we chose this book. <laughs> we chose yes. this book. He said it just the title stuck out and we're like, oh, okay. And I feel like it it goes against everything you read about titling a book or movie. But <laughs> for our for our purposes, it kind of drew us in. Um so the book was written by a niece and aunt team, Marianne Schaefer and Annie Barrows. And it was published in 2008. And it's what's known as an epistolary novel, which is composed of letters written from characters to each other. And one of the interesting things I thought about that this was a team who wrote this book, and I could give you a little bit more information that when we start talking, but it was on the number one bestsellers list in August of 2009. Yeah, and it was adapted into a, a film that debuted in 2018, debuted like on, on Netflix. Netflix. And it was directed by Mike Newell with a screenplay by Kevin Hood, Don Ruse, and Tom Bazucha. Features a cast including uh, in the uh, lead role Lily James, also Mikael Huseman, Glenn Powell, Jessica Brown Finley, and among uh, many others uh, there. So it came out on Netflix. Also, I think, was briefly in theaters that are like over 20 million at the box. Box off, box office. It, uh, it earns, you know, a, a very good reviews. It has a score of eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics uh, praising the performances and other details of the film. So. Yeah, so the novel yeah. is set in the Guernsey Islands in the Channel Islands, and it is post-German occupation. And it's kind of a story of a writer who is Juliet Ashton, who is played by Lily James. And her letters to her like publisher and editor, Sydney, and then to all these people who are part of the Literary Society on Guernsey. And she goes there to meet them and write the story of kind of the occupation and what has happened to this woman, Elizabeth McKenna who has left the island and kind of some intrigue around that. And of course, there's a love story component between Juliet from a New Yorker who uh, Markham Reynolds, who's played by Glenn Powell, and then Dossie, who is an Islander. So it is, uh, you know, it's interesting. It took me a minute to get into this book because when I first started reading it, they were it was all letter format. And I thought, oh, this must be a preface. <laughs> and we're going to get into a story. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of turned me off a little bit. And then one once I realized it wasn't going to do that and the whole book form was going to be in letter format, I kind of got into it then. Because I feel like when something's there's letters in a book, I kind of like gloss over them a little bit. I probably shouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. And then I realized I really had to pay attention to the letters and to who they were from and to. And I, I did kind of then really enjoy the story once I got into it. Yeah, this is like it, interesting. I, I thought the exact same thing as I was re reading. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, there's just a little preview of that. And then as time went on, like still letter after letter after letter. And <laughs> I was like, oh, this this isn't going to change. This is a, a, an introduction. 
or something. But I found it interesting, and you said like it, it was post uh, German occupation, and that was something that that stood out to me because like right like right at the start, like each letter had a date or something, and I saw mm-hmm. the first, you know the first day was held like 1946. I thought, oh, that's a little interesting because the World War Two ended in 1945, so definitely adds uh, unique. Um, uh, framing there, and I I did kind of uh, struggle with it. Like, I, it's a mixed bag for me because I did kind of like the the letter format because gave me kind of like um, well, reading it, I kind of had an overindulged like sense of accomplishment because I could just read a couple letters and be like, oh, you know, oh, I read three letters. That's good. <laughs> you know, I can put it down now. I said, that's that's a good solid effort while I'm on my 15 minute break from work. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I, I you know, I don't know if I enjoyed the book uh, quite as much as you. Uh, I did reading it. I just finished reading it like last night. Uh, I felt it was kind of a kind of a chore for me to read. It was hard to get hard to get through, you know. But yeah, once I got into it, I didn't find it hard to get through. But in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this format for you know hundreds of pages. Yeah. But what the interesting thing is about this book. And I didn't understand why it was co-authored. But when I was reading on the author, Mary Schaefer, Marianne Schaefer, as she was writing it, she had declining health and she passed away before it was published. So she asked her niece, Annie Barrow, Annie Barrows, who was an established and is an established children's author to help her complete the novel. And so Marianne Schaefer had kind of started it and brought it to where it was getting to. And then her niece picked it up and finished it. And I thought one that was a little bit sad that she never saw this get to publication. And, um, you know, I was reading on it and kind of like the character Juliet in the story, you know, she's looking for a different story. Marianne Schaefer had been looking for a different story and to write a biography on on another person and couldn't really just could get into it and and decided not to do it and then she went on a she went traveling somewhere and she got stuck on the Isle of Guernsey with fog and kind of started thinking of a story and then years later she brought this story to fruition so i thought that was really you know interesting that that's why it was co-authored oh yeah that is very interesting and sad a little bit sad yeah she didn't get to see it you know you do all that work and then you don't get to see it published or know that it's coming to a movie you know 10 years later but the movie i think is interesting because i don't know how netflix does their algorithm but i kind of wondered why this movie was coming up on netflix now you know it's under one of those categories like books inspired by movies inspired by books and it was there and you know it's funny that it's almost you know four or five years later and it's still coming up on netflix as one of those yeah yeah it's funny i i I seen that category and I go through it for ideas for us for future episodes. It's very nice there. But yeah, the the film like I did I did like the like the film. It, you know, it depends on you know whether this is your cup a cup of tea and I'm like I'm a movie nerd and I really I don't have much like preferences like I do have you know certain genres that I enjoy more than others but I can't say like there's a type of uh, film that I actively avoid I'll watch pretty much anything uh so you know this I um I really did you know kind of kind of like it was you know pretty good in in my taste uh so oh, like some of the technical aspects I thought were really well done. Like the costumes, for example, uh, I thought, you know, they're, you know, beautiful costumes and they use, obviously it's a his- historical 
uh, period. Um, you know, so they had to like make costumes for the times, and I think they did a really good job. They definitely, they definitely stood out among all the technical aspects, and then kind of like the cinematography, and they you know show different like landscapes and that that you know just was stunning thought really well done and the performances you know were really good uh like lily james i think was very engaging and i you know very had no trouble following her story and following her along yeah and i did like the movie i think though there were some key differences that you know were different from the book you know i thought like the one in the book like these people really embraced her and wanted her to come in the movie she kind of just shows up there and they don't seem very supportive of her writing about their society and she's living in like a boarding house where she lives in a cottage on the same you know in elizabeth mckenna's cottage in the book so the island kind of i think embraces her more in the book than in the movie and that was a difference for me and they totally cut out the character of sophie in the movie which was sydney her publisher slash book person sister, who she has a very close relationship with. And they cut that character out completely. I guess. Yes. um, Yeah. That was an interesting point you made about the, um, their embrace and everything. Uh, I guess we like, it would have added like an added element that she had to kind of work to get in good favor with them. So it could show kind of growth on her part and theirs, the societies. Um, And I was, kind of surprised because a lot of things when i'm reading a book and watching the film i things can set kind of start to come into place where i may gloss over something in a book but the the movie kind of ignites that light bulb where i'm like oh okay you don't know i see this and i would and i was kind of surprised that they like they were actually making the potato peel pie (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that I guess, like, I just kind of, like, glossed, <clears throat> excuse me, glossed over that in the book. Uh, but I thought that was kind of funny. And then they try it, and, you know, she hates it. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like, disgusting. And, with that and you know, in the, mo- in, the mo- in the book, um, Sydney comes to the island and sees what's going on there and, you know, becomes very good friends with Isola. You know, there's kind of that dimension where in the movie, I don't think Sydney ever comes to the island. It's kind of just all via telephone and you know, supposed letters. So it's really a lot about just talking to him, which I missed a little bit because I wanted him to come there. And the character of Remy, I don't think Remy was in the movie. The French person who had been at Ravensbrook at the concentration camp with Elizabeth McKenna. And that whole storyline was cut out. You know, they kind of played down Elizabeth McKenna's death in the movie. You know, I think the letters are really more, I mean, heartbreaking. Like you get a better vision and, and character of Elizabeth in the in the book and they kind of play that down which i think you know is neither here nor there i'm not saying anything these things are bad or good it's just different but i really you know and and i think that relationship between kit and uh juliet is not as strong in the movie is the book like it's there you know she wants to adopt her but it's a little bit different yeah very true yeah about the like elizabeth's death like i it did felt like a little like unanswered questions in the movie to me i was kind of like oh okay yeah like obviously there are going to be you know some some changes but definitely some interesting choice uh choices there but it's interesting how we have we've had books and movies about 
books. Like our last episode was on Matilda, about a girl who loves to read books. And now this mm-hmm. is a book about about book, a book about people who read books. <laughs> that I just thought that was kind of a funny little anecdote. And, uh, always, uh, always good to be reading. Yeah, and I like we're trying the... to send a message. <laughs> and I think as you read the book and you watch the movie, you kind of forget why the book club was formed in the first place, which was to avoid getting sent to prison or punished for being out after pers- po- after curfew in the occupation on the Isle of Guernsey. So I think you kind of lose track. Like, you know, you know it and you know that's the inciting incident for the book club. But as you read the book, like, you kind of forget that, that it was a book club, but not necessarily for people who love to read, right? <laughs> like, they were forced into reading to protect themselves from being out after curfew. And I thought that was, you know, it, it's sad, but good. And they all became this friendship where people were keeping to themselves, you know, which I really thought was great. And I think the storyline of them having the roasted pig, you know, and how they kept a pig from from the Germans and they thought they were dead was a, was a great storyline too. And, you know, I think I, th- I thought the book really, I don't know what the word is, like played up not played up because that's a bad choice of words, but really highlighted the emotion that the characters were feeling during the occupation and the period after. Whereas I don't know that the movie captured that as well. I think the movie focused more on the relationships and Juliet on the island, which is probably, you know, okay too, because it's, you know, not as heavy as a topic in the movie. And I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, I think the movie was going for like kind of something not quite as dark just you know more lighter just you know uh more i will say like romanticized but just uh kind of focus on relationships and that with just this overarching backdrop of what was going on of what was going on but i did like it i mean i i did like both of them um and again once i got into the book i was like okay i don't think it's a book that's for everybody and i think if you were going to recommend it to somebody you'd be like hey heads up it's all letters (laughs) yes yes. you know if you're expecting you get a story but it's not a story in the format that we're generally used to yes very much become comfortable Yeah. But yeah, and you know, the movie, if, you know, if this is your kind of cup of tea, because I know films like this, you know, some people may be kind of bored with and just like, uh, you know, you know, I'd rather watch something blow up or someone get stabbed or something. But, you know, so this is kind of like historical romantic drama, like not, uh, isn't really everyone's cup of tea, but if that's yours, you know, I would, I would recommend it. Or- you know, you know what the other difference was, why, why I'm thinking of it is Juliet and Mark Reynolds never get engaged in the book. She really pushes him off. And in the yes. movie, they get engaged pretty quickly, but you know, she's still thinking about it because she never wears the ring on Guernsey. Like she puts it in her bag. So, yes. I mean, the same type of thought process is still there. Yeah. Um, but in the book, I thought in the book, Mark, Mark Reynolds was a little bit more of a jerk. Like we don't really see his jerk nature until she blows him off and tells him she doesn't want to marry him in the movie. Like he has nothing to do with finding what what happened to Elizabeth McKenna in the book. And they, they right? they, he doesn't, does he? No, no, I don't think so. No, it's only in the movie, which is interesting that they kind of, because in the book, he could care less about what's happening on that aisle. And he wants a li- uh, Juliet to come home and yeah. forget about Guernsey. Yeah. I found it that stood out to me, like the letters to him, uh, to him definitely had this kind of cold, like defensive tone. 
in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it just very like, very much so that she was putting up kind of a front around him. And I could, you know, even though they did technically get engaged in, in the film, I could kind of see that, you know, like that there was no love there. And it's funny they get engaged early on in the book, and it kind of reminds the movie. They get engaged in the movie. The, the, the movie, I mean, yes, yeah, sorry. Okay. The it kind of reminded me of like a Hallmark movie. And that usually in a Hallmark movie, if someone gets engaged early on, you know it's not going to last. You, yeah. you know that she's going to find some find someone else. So it was kind of funny, like seeing them get engaged in the film and be like, "Oh, okay, that's that's not yeah. going to happen." You know, and to never that end, happen. in the movie, she returns to England, and in the book, she never does. Like she stays on Guernsey the entire time, but in the movie, she Juliet returns to England and then goes back to Guernsey. But that never really happens happens in the book. And I guess, you know, I could see why you have to do that in the movie because you have to make it a little bit more conflict and to see what's going sure. to happen. Will she, won't she go back and stay? Yeah. So I could see that, I'm you know, but it was just different. And again, I don't think there's things that make or break either one of them. But yeah, I like the movie. I thought it was good. It is a period yeah. piece, I think, you know, but I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other parting thoughts? No, no. Other than if you like what we now know is if you're ever taking an SAT or a standardized test or Jeopardy, that epistolary means a book of letters. <laughs> epistolary novel equals a book that is comp- comprised of letters. So there you yeah. go. That is the trivia for today. Maybe that'll help somebody and you'll win a prize somewhere. Yeah. Epistolary is something that when I was in high school, I could imagine a lot of the other like teenage boys uh, making fun of that epistolary. Yes. But it's pro- it was probably on a test where you had to like match up what, what genre and what equaled the what. Yeah. So maybe someone will, you know, that'll help somebody today. Very true. Great. Well, until next week, um, thank you, listener, for tuning in and keep reading. Keep watching. <laughs>